It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. This is Locked on Cougars, your daily source for all things BYU news, notes, and insider knowledge. I'm Jay Catch, your host here on the podcast. Thanks for downloading the show. Coming up on today's show, we're talking about BYU and the NCAA when it comes to the BYU basketball program. The other shoe has dropped when it comes to NCAA sanctions in the program. We'll discuss those and see if they're warranted. We'll also be getting you ready for tonight's game against UVU for Dave Rose's squad. Second segment of the show, we'll be getting you ready for BYU football tomorrow morning. Uh, morning matinee for BYU on the East Coast as they take on UMass. We'll get you ready for that game. And then finally, we will wrap up the show by telling you what you need to know about the other teams in Provo, where they're in action, awards, honors, and everything else we haven't had a chance to touch on in today's show. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Sling TV and Vivid Seats. We'll be telling you about those two great companies throughout the show today. All right, let's get to it. This is Locked on Cougars for November 9th, 2018. BYU basketball in big trouble. As you just heard, the NCAA has officially revealed their sanctions for the BYU basketball program as a result of impermissible benefits given to BYU guard Nick Emery. Nick Emery, who was not named in this report by name, was alleged, well, not alleged, he was announced to have taken over $12,000 in impermissible benefits from four BYU boosters uh, during the 2015 and 2016 uh, 2015, 2016, 2016, 2017 season. So essentially from 2015 on through 2017 before he withdrew from school later that summer, he was on the take from BYU boosters in the form of trips being paid for, free golf, free meals, and also the use of the now infamous Jetta that was detailed in a report from the Salt Lake Tribune when this story originally broke. Of course, Nick Emery withdrew from school, sat out last season. He's also been suspended for the first nine games of this season. And BYU, as a program, is now facing sanctions for his actions. Uh, let's break down the what BYU will be facing for you. First off, we'll also get to the statement from BYU about this 
and we'll also get you my take on what's going on. So first things first. I mentioned that Nick Emery took nearly well over $12,000 in impermissible benefits, uh, trips with his then-wife, as well as solo trips with the booster, meals and use of a car, as well as the car insurance being paid for on that car. Um, he will have BYU forced to have uh, the program as itself will be forced to forfeit 47 wins during the two seasons that Emory participated in. Uh, BYU has appealed this. We'll read their statement from you here in a moment. They've also been forced to lose a scholarship for one academic year. They can, according to NCAA, they can either use it this year or next year. They can lose that, go down to 14 scholarships for just the one year. Uh, the program will be on probation starting today for two years. So from November 9th, 2018 through November 8th, 2020, the program will be on probation. You break rules in that period. Your sanctions from the NCAA come, become harsher because you were under probation and under the magnifying glass for the NCAA. BYU also facing some recruiting issues. In essence, after re- reading the report, the number of visits have been reduced for BYU during a three-year period in terms of athletes coming to BYU, how many they can do that, whether it be on unofficial or official visits. Also, the number of days that BYU coaches can go out on the road recruiting have been reduced during that time period as well well. So as a result of that, BYU, of course, uh, responded to the NCAA's penalties Oh, as, as well. Uh, BYU officially will have to disassociate one of the boosters, who is the booster that provided most of the benefits to Emory and to the tune of over $10,000 of the $12,000 plus total. He's officially disassociated. Essentially, if he, uh, he is no longer allowed to be around BYU athletics, the BYU basketball program in particular, and he's not allowed to associate with student-athletes, coaches, current athletes, university personnel, etc. He has been effectively barred from associating with BYU athletics. BYU will also pay a $5,000 fine to the NCAA as a result of the sanctions imposed. Now, let's get to BYU's response here, and I'll read this verbatim. This is the quote that was sent out to the media earlier today via Kyle Chilton and BYU Sports Information. Quote, we are disappointed with the decision announced today by the NCAA Committee on Infractions, or COI. The COI review is the result of a BYU self-report to the NCAA. From the beginning, BYU has considered the possible infractions a serious matter, and we have cooperated in every way with the NCAA review. There was no institutional knowledge of or involvement in these infractions. In fact, the NCAA found that Coach Rose promotes an atmosphere of compliance and monitors the program. They continue, quote, The vacation of records penalty is extremely harsh and unprecedented given the details of the case. For more than two decades, the NCAA has not required an institution to vacate games in a similar case where the COI found that there was no institutional knowledge of or involvement in the violation by either the coaching staff or other university personnel. Excuse me. In fact, this sanction includes the most severe vacation of record penalty ever imposed in the history of NCAA Division I basketball for infractions that included no institutional knowledge or involvement. In addition, in the case most similar to this situation, appropriate penalties were imposed, but no wins were vacated. BYU believes the vacation of records penalty is unfair and not consistent with recent NCAA precedent. The university plans to appeal the decision, end quote. 
Smart of BYU to um, appeal this decision, obviously. And their biggest bone to pick, as you can re- hear from that statement, is they do not want to vacate the 47 wins. And that, that's a myriad of reasons. It affects program records overall. You have to go in your record books and put that little asterisk next to those two seasons and those wins. It affects Dave Rose's career record, the program overall record. Just something that BYU... They vehemently disagree with that. It sounds like they're okay with pretty much everything else in the report because the statement says that it is the most severe vacation of record penalty ever imposed in the history of NCAA Division I basketball for these infractions. So I'm guessing the BYU is going to follow the tune of, let's say, Ole Miss recently, Penn State, some of these other programs that you've seen in the NCAA spotlight recently where heavy sanctions were imposed originally. The program appealed them, and the NCAA relented and lifted or just completely uh, – well, I guess not lifted. They just completely reversed their decision. I'm guessing the BYU will still face penalties to some degree, but I'm guessing there will be certain penalties overturned. And as you can hear from BYU, they want those 47 wins back. This is going to be a long process in terms of what the appeal will shape up to be, how long it will take, and we'll be updating you on this. But I, my hat goes off to BYU. They should appeal this, absolutely, because you want those wins back. And if the precedent as currently constituted in the NCAA is any um, history, and we're not talking about similar situations to BYU, I'm speaking generally, the NCAA slaps you hard the first time, you fight back in essence, with your appeal, and then they lessen the sentence on you. Smart of BYU to fight this. I'm guessing that they'll have certain parts of this, um, these sanctions reversed. You can tell that they want the 47 wins reversed most of all. I went through and read this whole report that NCAA provided, and it, throughout it, BYU argued and argued and argued about the vacation of the wins. They do not want to vacate the 47 wins, and I understand that. One interesting tidbit before we move on from this, and we'll be discussing this more as more news comes out about it, but BYU finally knows what they are facing in terms of being a program with the NCAA. And you know that BYU absolutely hates being in the NCAA spotlight. They've always uh, proclaimed themselves to be one of the few athletic departments that's always operated on the up and up, has never been in trouble with the NCAA. But a tidbit in the official report from the NCAA that I read is this. There's a part B of this. You can read this. You can go to the NCAA.org, the story I linked on Twitter, at Jacob C. Hatch. You can read the full report. Anybody can read this. Part B, it says, parties agreed upon aggravating and mitigating factors. Pursuant to bylaw 19.6.2-G, the parties agreed to the following aggravated and mitigating factors. And the only part I'm going to read here is the aggravating factors. There are two aggravating factors in this case. It says both parties agreed to this. This would be BYU and NCAA. A, a history of major violations at the institution. Okay, major is a very broad term. But it makes me wonder, what other violations are the NCAA looking at in terms of the BYU Athletic Department or the uh, BYU basketball program in particular that give them, quote, a history of major violations at the institution? Is the so-called Sockgate scandal at BYU where Taysom Hill and other BYU football players were taking impermissible benefits from a, uh, from their, from a member of the BYU off-field staff playing into this? 
I don't know. Are there more things in this that the NCAA and BYU have kept hush-hush? I don't know, but that is very interesting to hear them say, a history of major violations at the institution, speaking of BYU, was an aggravating factor. I'll, let you, I'll leave you to speculate on that. I don't have much more than that. I just found that to be an interesting tidbit. BYU, of course, facing UVU tonight at the Marriott Center, 8 p.m. Mountain Time tip-off. It's a doubleheader, actually. The women's team's also in action tonight at 5 p.m. So if you want to watch two games of basketball, you can get out to the Marriott Center at 5 o'clock and watch the women's team before the men's team takes on crosstown rival UVU. I'm sure questions will be asked of Dave Rose after the game tonight about this from the NCAA. We'll see if he responds to it or if the university decides to let the current statement they have out there stand on its own. We'll keep you updated on that. Uh, we'll step aside here. we got to come back, talk some football. Of course, it's still football season, and BYU is in Boston, or more appropriately, Foxborough, Massachusetts, for a game against UMass tomorrow. We'll break down that game a little bit here in a moment. Before we do that, though, want to tell you about one of today's sponsors on the podcast, and that is Sling TV. Sling TV is your best bet to watch college football and college basketball, for that matter, as we transition to basketball season. And We just got done talking about some college basketball. Sling TV is the best way to watch college football or basketball. For just $30 a month, you get all the networks you can catch your college football or basketball on. That includes the ESPN networks, Pac-12 networks, SEC networks, and more. Sling TV allows you to stream it on your big screen and also take it with you on your favorite devices, your phone, your tablet, etc. There are no useless channels with Sling TV, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and you can cancel at any time. Sling TV gives you the live TV you love only better. Right now, Locked On Cougars listeners can check it out and see if Sling TV is the right option for you by going to sling.com slash locked on and get a seven-day free trial. No... No questions asked if you want to cancel after those seven days, but you can give it a shot and see if it's the right option for you. Once again, go to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. Seven-day free trial. Check it out, guys. Once again, sling.com slash locked on. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. You are Locked on Cougars. We are your daily source for all things BYU, and we are available everywhere fine podcasts are to be found. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and if you got one of those smart speakers, just tell it, play podcast Locked on Cougars. You can find us there. Uh, of course, you can follow us on social media, uh, Locked on Cougars on Twitter. Also the same name for the show on Facebook, Locked on Cougars there. If you do want to email the show, you can do that by emailing me at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. And my personal Twitter feed is at Jacob C. Hatch. 
Uh, BYU is in Foxborough, Massachusetts for a game against UMass tomorrow. They'll be playing technically a neutral site game at Gillette Stadium. Well, I don't know. Is it neutral site when it's when UMass has announced that this is actually one of their home fields outside of McGuirk Stadium in Amherst? I don't know, but BYU plays tomorrow, 10 a.m. Mountain Time. It'll be broadcast part of a simulcast on BYU TV. And BYU has got one name and one name only in my mind that need to pay attention to on the offensive side of the ball. That would be Andy Isabella. We told you a little bit about him yesterday. Five foot nine, 190 pound senior wide receiver. He leads the country actually in overall receiving yardage with 1,394 yards. He had nine passes for a school record 303 yards and two touchdowns last week. Uh, he's an absolutely great player. We mentioned on yesterday's podcast a note from The Athletic that he was a, quote, no-star recruit. Uh, Mark Whipple had a high, had the high school coach of Andy Isabella call him and say, hey, you may want to take a look at this kid. And it sure appears that um, he's rewarded that scholarship offer from UMass. Uh, BYU will need to be paying attention to this young man because he leads a UMass offense that's been quite potent this season. Uh, BYU is going to be dealing with a backup quarterback. Uh, Senior quarterback Ross Comis, Comis, I'm hopefully pronouncing that correctly, has taken over for Andrew Ford, who went down with an injury earlier this season. But UMass has rolled on with their offense. They won 62-59 over Liberty a week ago in triple overtime. And their average on the season for UMass is 35 points and 457 yards of offense per game. So here's my thing. BYU, and I've said this all week on this podcast, enters this game and has very much a Hawaii feel to me. Hawaii came into Provo a month ago with a high-flying offense, was averaging over 40 points at that point, and a lot of people talked about, hey, could BYU stay in this game? Can they score enough to beat Hawaii if it comes to it? Well, what did BYU do? They were they had been playing against some stellar competition. They went out and held Hawaii to just three points in the first half, rolled up a bunch of points on offense, and walked to a victory. I'm guessing that's what BYU does here. Um, I had a friend send me a picture of a report off of Bleacher Report that has the same question for BYU in this game against UMass. Can the Cougars offense score enough to win this game? In a word, yes. BYU should run the ball and run the ball a lot against the Minutemen. Their rush defense is absolutely atrocious. 119th nationally in total defense, giving up an average of 472.8 yards per game. 124th in rushing defense, giving up 265 yards per game. Do you remember what BYU ran for when they beat Hawaii? Oh, yes, 280 yards. So if I'm Kalani Satake, I'm walking into this game tomorrow at Gillette Stadium saying, hey, uh, Jeff, Aaron, speaking of Jeff Grimes and Aaron Roderick, his two-man tandem that lead the BYU offense, where's that game plan from Hawaii? We're using that. And then he goes to Elisa Tuiaki and says, Elisa, this is very much a similar offensive attack. They have feasted on lesser opponents throughout this season. Let's go gobble them up. I don't think BYU is in danger of losing this game, barring them turning the ball over four or five times. Uh, in terms of what uh, UMass gives up on defense in addition, 
They're number 125. And a reminder, there's only 130 teams in the NCAA FBS division. So they are in the bottom five in scoring defense, giving up an average of 41.4 points per game. BYU should be able to score on these guys with ease. I would look to see BYU run the ball a lot, control the clock, and fly home against UMass at 5-5, five and five, get re- getting ready to host New Mexico State on senior night next week in a battle for bowl eligibility. I've said all along, BYU is going to get bowl eligible this season. It starts tomorrow, and I don't see any reason why BYU shouldn't do it. Run the ball, control the clock, score points, and get on the plane back to Utah with a 5-5 five and five record. That's the game plan for me. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter at Jacob C. Hatch or at Locked on Cougars. You can always use the hashtag that we've adopted for this show, hashtag LOC, standing for Locked on Cougars as well. All right, we'll step aside. We'll come back, talk to you a little bit more about the other teams in Provo where they're in action this weekend if you are looking for some other games to get out to. Before we do that, do need to tell you about our good friends at Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace that's dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that will last a lifetime. With Vivid Seats, listeners can watch your favorite teams, we're speaking of the BYU Cougars right now, and artists perform in person. Vivid Seats helps fans find their seats to any of their favorite live events, including sports. You want to go watch BYU basketball tonight or BYU football next week when they take on New Mexico State. Uh, You also can go to concerts, theater, and more, all with the help of Vivid Seats. It offers great prices and an easy purchasing experience. And, of course, they have an offer for you, Locked On Cougars listeners. With the podcast code Locked On, listeners can receive $20 off orders of $200 or more if you are a first-time customer of Vivid Seats. Go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the Vivid Seats app. Enter the promo code Locked On when you're checking out to receive $20 off your order of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Of course, all Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed up by a 100% guarantee. Check it out, guys. Save yourself some money when you're getting out to your next event and enjoy it with Vivid Seats using the promo code Locked On. NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, as we close out today's show, recapping it for you, BYU basketball in the crosshairs of the NCAA, sanctions announced today, including the vacation of 47 wins during two years when Nick Emery played while he was on the take from boosters. I'm glad BYU is appealing the decision because based on everything I've seen from the NCAA in recent years is, yeah, they hand you a big penalty to start with, then you appeal it, and then they, they reduce the sanctions. I'm guessing that's to be the same case with BYU. And, of course, we'll keep you updated as news comes out about that and any other developments. Also, BYU football in action tomorrow, taking on UMass at 10 a.m. Mountain Time on BYU TV. I I don't see how BYU loses this game unless they go to Foxborough and turn the ball over a bunch of times. I just see BYU doing what they did against Hawaii, run the ball, control the clock, and then get on a flight home at 5-5. Five and five. 
We'll see how it shakes out tomorrow. We'll be recapping that game for you as well. Other programs in action this weekend for BYU. Well, there was a program in action last night, and it is the top-ranked BYU women's volleyball team. They rolled to another sweep of yet another WCC foe at the Smith Fieldhouse last night. They beat Santa Clara. Uh, 28-26, 25-17, 25-11 in straight sets. Congratulations to Heather Olmstead and her team. They'll be back in action tomorrow. It'll be Senior Day, uh, Saturday, November 10th, 1 p.m. Mountain Time against San Francisco at the Smith Fieldhouse. Uh, seniors that'll be honored include Lacey Haddock, Lindy Haddock-Epich, uh, Roni Jones-Perry, Sydney Martindale, and Danielle Stetler. Stetler, I apologize. They will all be honored pregame on Senior Day. Uh, I'm expecting BYU will roll to yet another victory, getting themselves ready for the upcoming NCAA tournament. Um, other news coming out, BYU assistant head coach, special teams coordinator, and linebackers coach Ed Lamb has been named as a nominee for the 2018 Broyles Award that recognizes college football's top assistant coach. There are 53 nominees in this year's class that were selected from among approximately 1,500 assistant coaches representing the 130 Division I programs across the country. So congratulations to Coach Lamb. Good to see him on this list. There will be a 19-member selection committee of distinguished former head coaches along with a committee representing the FWAA, of which I am a proud member. But don't expect me to be part of this committee. It'd be cool to be part of it, but I'm a nobody. I'm just glad to be part of the FWAA. They will select 15 semifinalists and five finalists from the list of nominees and an overall winner. So we'll see. I I don't expect that Ed Lamb would win this award, but it's good to see him being honored as one of the top assistant coaches, at least the top 50 roughly in the country. All right. Finally, where you can find the other programs in BYU in action this weekend. The women's tennis team is in Northridge, California for the Cal State Northridge Invitational. That's taking place today and tomorrow. So best of luck to the BYU women's tennis team. The men's and women's cross-country teams will be hosting the NCAA Mountain Region Championships. Those will be being held at East Bay Golf Course to, uh, today, actually. You can get out and watch the men's and women's cross-country teams, both ranked top 10 in the country. Should be a fun afternoon on the golf course as these teams look to get ready for NCAA championships. Also, BYU Women's Basketball, we mentioned this earlier, will be in action this evening as they host UC Riverside at the Marriott Center. It's the reason why BYU Basketball tips off at 8 o'clock rather than 7 o'clock is because the women's basketball team is in action at 5 o'clock. So you can hit up a doubleheader if you so choose by getting out to the Marriott Center at 5 o'clock this evening. A BYU women's soccer in their first round of the NCAA tournament, or they're on the road this evening at 8 o'clock. Sorry, not 8 o'clock. I keep screwing that up. I see 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, and I'm so used to BYU traveling to Pacific Time that I do the number in reverse. I need to do the opposite. BYU in action in women's soccer at 6 o'clock Mountain Time at TCU at Garvey Rosenthal Soccer Stadium. There will be a live video link. You can go to BYUcougars.com or you can listen to it on the BYU Sports Network tonight uh, as the women's team looks to advance in the NCAA tournament after winning the WCC title. I mentioned BYU basketball in action tonight, 8 o'clock Mountain Time as they take on UVU. Tomorrow, women's volleyball, 1 o'clock against San Francisco, senior day for the women's volleyball team. So a full Friday night for sure. Saturday, by comparison, is a light day with just BYU football and women's volleyball on the docket. But you got games tonight. 
involving BYU men's and women's basketball, men's men's and women's cross country, uh, women's soccer, as well as women's tennis team. Full day of sports. Should be a blast. Check it out, guys. You can go to BYUcougars.com. It'll have all the information for you. Also links to buy tickets to all the home events as well. All right, that is the show for today. Once again, thank you to our sponsors, Vivid Seats and Sling TV, for bringing it to you guys. And I want to thank you guys in particular that have been downloading this podcast each and every day since we started it in late August. The numbers continue to rise in terms of downloads each and every day. Each and every week we're seeing these numbers rise up. It's a blast to bring it to you guys. I feel privileged that you guys let me talk BYU sports with you each and every day, and I welcome your feedback. Please hit me up on social media, on Twitter, at Jacob C. Hatch. Love to speak with you there. You also can hit up the show at Locked on Cougars. Follow us on Facebook, Locked on Cougars there. Or if you want to send an old school email, whether it be for advertising questions, we'd love to have you guys on as advertisers. If you do want to sponsor the show, you can email us at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Also, you can drop me notes there as well. All right, that's the show. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll be back hopefully tomorrow uh, after BYU football is in action. We'll get a recap edition for you. If not, we'll see you Monday right here on Locked on Cougars. This has been Locked on Cougars for November 9th, 2018. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.